You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills, and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas, and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode number 219 of the Make It British podcast. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about the eight things that you can do when sales aren't going to plan. But before I do, I just want to remind you that on the 9th of March, it's Made in UK Day. So just a few days after this episode goes out, we'll be celebrating our second Made in UK Day. If you've not already downloaded your championing pack, make sure you do so. Just go to madeinukday.co.uk and there you can register as either a business or a consumer and we give you all the details about how you can get involved. It's particularly handy if you are a business because we've got tons of Canva templates that you can use for your business to share across social media on Made in UK Day and help to spread the word about the fact that you manufacture your products here in the UK. So now on to the topic of today's podcast, which is about sales. And the idea for this episode came about because I know that a lot of businesses are struggling right now. A lot of you are telling me that the, since the beginning of 2022, sales have not been where they were previously. And I wanted to firstly say to you, do not panic. You are in the same boat as so many other people. We've had the last two years, we've had a pandemic, which in some ways helped businesses that make in the UK as more people were focusing on things that were local. But at the same time, it's been massive upheaval for everyone. And now we've got rising energy prices going through the roof. So it's understandable that people are a bit worried about spending any money that they don't really need to right now. And now we've got a war in Europe, which is the last thing everyone wants and needs. So, so it's totally understandable that people aren't necessarily spending like they might have been a few years ago. And I know if you've got a product-based business, you're probably starting to get a little bit worried, thinking, will things ever pick up? And I'm here to say today, do not panic. So I've got some suggestions for you. I thought we would look at maybe some of the reasons why sales aren't going as you expect so that it helps to make you feel a little bit better. But then running through eight ideas for things that you can do right now if your sales aren't going to plan. So the first reason why sales often aren't going as you expect is that you might have the right product, but it's totally the wrong time. So selling products is all about timing. You need to have the right product in the right place and in front of the right people at the right time. And because there is a lot for people to worry about at the moment, recovering from COVID, their energy bills, the war in Europe, it is no wonder that they don't feel like spending. So please don't beat yourself up about it if your sales are not going as well as you'd expected right now. 
If your product has previously sold well and sales are just dropping off, it may just be a question of timing. But what you don't want to be doing, if this is the case, is just designing and developing tons more stuff right now, unless you've got a really good reason to do so. Instead, I think it's a better time to prioritise other things because what you don't want to be doing is spending a lot of additional money on product development. If anything, it's probably the time to rein in your expenses. So the other reason that you may not be able to make any sales right now might not be because it's the wrong time. It might more likely be because you're not doing the right sort of promotions. So maybe you're not promoting your product in the right place and you're not getting in front of your ideal customers. Or what I see a lot, particularly with creative businesses, is they're just not spending enough time on marketing and sales and instead are spending far too much time on designing, which is why you need to think about the balance of your time spent between designing and making and then actually marketing and selling. So if you're not out there telling people about your products and you're not giving a clear call to action and showing people how they can actually buy from you, then it's going to be really tough to make the sales. I see all the time people sending out emails that don't have clear calls to action in, or they have too many different calls to action, too many different links in them. And the recipient of the emails doesn't know what to do first. So I'm going to come on to some ideas of how you can turn this around. If it is promotion failure or lack of marketing, it's the reason that you're not getting any sales. Because if your product is actually solving a problem for someone somewhere, and if you've done your research when developing that product, then there should be no reason why you shouldn't be making some sales somehow. So I'm going to help you address that. But then the final reason why you might not be making the sales, and this is a cold, hard fact, is that it's actually the product that is the problem. So when you develop that product, were you thinking about the end user? Did you have them in mind? Did you have an ideal customer? And does your product solve a problem for them? Because sometimes there are some products, no matter how much love and care you put into developing them, if they're not what your customer actually wants, or there isn't a customer out there that wants them, then you may sadly have been wasting your time and the time in developing them, which is why I'm urging caution at the moment of going out there and developing a lot of new products until you really have researched your audience and you know what they want right now. So if the three main reasons that you may not be selling right now is the timing, the product or the promotion, Let's look at eight different things that you can do right now for your business if sales aren't going to plan. So number one is send that email. When was the last time you sent an email to your customers, to your database, to the list of people that you know love your brand and actually told them that you have products for sale and that you, ha you have something that they can buy? I see it so often with clients that we work with, they don't send enough emails. They spend a lot of time on social media, but they don't spend enough time nurturing the people that are actually on their list and the people that have bought from them before. And you may think, oh, if I send too many emails, it will start annoying people on my list. Or I've got too small a list, so I don't want to start emailing anyone yet until I've got 
X amount of people on my list. But think, those people, even if there's only half a dozen of them, they don't know they're the only six people on your list. And actually, if you've got a product that is solving a problem for them, they'd probably much rather hear from you. You can send something out to them that cheers them up right now and gives them a reason to want to engage with you and potentially buy products from you then it's worth sending that email and keeping in touch with them. Let them know that you're thinking about them. So think first, when was the last time you sent an email and how can you do that right now? Maybe it's not an email that is specifically focusing on sales because maybe that doesn't feel right for you right now. But what other ways can you be communicating with them and what else can you be talking about with them that is not just about getting them to buy something from you, but just letting them know that you're still there and that you care. Right, number two of reasons why you might be struggling to make sales, and this is probably more general rather than right now, is that you're just not telling people about the benefits of your products. Instead, you're just telling them about the features. So when was the last time you reviewed the product descriptions on your website? And in those descriptions, do you talk about the benefits to the customer and why they should care and want and need that product rather than just the cold hard facts of this product is in this colour and made from this material rather than this is how this product solves a problem for you. So this can also work whether you're talking about your products on social media or in your email. How are you talking about those products? And is now the time to rethink how you're talking about your products and talking about how they can help people? And this, again, does go back to the research you've done to develop those products. What problem are they solving for your customers and how can you communicate that more clearly? Have a review of your website. Are you telling people what it is that your product can do for them and why they need it in their life right now, rather than waiting another six months or another year. Okay, the third thing that you can do, sales aren't going to plan right now, is that you can create an irresistible offer and tell everyone in your audience about it. So this could be a very special once in a lifetime discount that you're doing on certain products. It could be the fact that you offer free shipping when you've never done so before. Or it could be something like you offer to personalise products and you reach out to specific customers that have bought previous products from you and offer them something that you know works really well with the product they previously bought. Or this could be reaching out to customers that have bought from you before and sending them a personal email with something that you can offer them that you know that they would like that's in the rest of your collection based on what they've already bought. You'd be amazed how much people appreciate it when you send them a personalised email to say that you're thinking about them and that you've got something for them that you think they will like rather than just a spray and pray email or message to everyone. So what is that irresistible offer that you can put in front of your ideal customers that they will really want from you right now? And how can you tell people about it? Number four is how can you encourage those customers that are buying from you right now to spend just a little bit more money? So is the products in your collection that you can bundle together with an offer of, if you bought this, we think you'll like that. How can you encourage them to buy more than one item from you right now? What can you do maybe on a discount on a second or third product that they get from you so that they want to spend just that little bit more and buy something else? How can you make that easy for, for them. Do you have something on your website that recommends that if they bought this, they may also like that? 
are the products that you sell that you can bundle together as a very special offer, limited time promotion, buy all this together at one time and we're going to give you the best price that we've ever offered anyone. Firstly, that may also solve the problem. If you've got products that are more difficult to sell to, uh, than others, is there something you, you can do where you combine those products together to help sell some of those products that le need a little bit more of a nudge by bundling them in with other products that you know are popular? So do you know what the average spend per customer is on your website? Are you looking at that figure? And how can you think about how you might be increasing that? Because then you don't have to find as many new customers. You've just got to get the existing customers to spend just that little bit more. And that will help your sales overall. So the fifth thing you may want to think about if sales aren't going to plan right now is to actually increase the amount of time you are spending selling rather than just designing. And like I said before, I know it's so tempting, especially when things get tough, to get absorbed in the creative process and make more and more stuff, design more and more stuff, when it's almost like you're sticking your head in the sand and trying not to think about all the other stuff you've got that is not selling. But if you're proactively thinking about what you can do to sell the products you've already got and switching the balance of time you spend selling and marketing, rather than just designing. It will often pay off immensely. So think about it. What percentage of your time are you currently spending on sales-related activities? Or are you just sticking your head in the sand and thinking about new products? Because I know that's really tempting to do. We've all been there. We've all done it. Let's make more stuff and not think about how we're going to sell the stuff and the stock that we've already got. So look at your time, maybe plan out a time every day, once a day that you're going to do an activity that is directly related to selling something. That might be sending an email, reaching out to existing customers, doing a post on social media that specifically has a call to action that you've got a product that you actually want people to buy. So you're proactively selling rather than skirting around the issue. You're actually proactively telling people that you've got something that is worth buying. There's always going to be things that people want and need. So what is it that you have got? Maybe look at what the products are that you actually have. Which are the ones that people are going to want right now? And are you particularly talking about those? And are you spending time doing that rather than designing new stuff? Okay, number six that I have on my list here for things you can do when sales aren't going to plan is to actually focus on building your community. Now, if now is not the right time for your audience to buy. Are you spending the time now proactively talking to your community, building up engagement with them, having two-way conversations. So have a think about what can you do to build up your community. That doesn't mean trying to grow a bigger following on Instagram or TikTok or whichever social media platforms you're on, because size is not as important as engagement. And it's better to have a smaller group of people following you that really engage with you, that talk to you and tell you what their wants and needs are, because that's also really handy when you're developing new products because you're listening to them, rather than having a huge following of people who just like your posts or worse still don't even like your posts and don't actually, in the long run, engage with you and buy from you. So now is a really good time to be focusing on building a community and that's going to be more and more important. And sometimes people say to me, well, I'm having real trouble with sales and I can't grow my Instagram following. 
But actually, when you look at what they're doing, they aren't engaging with people and they aren't listening to what their customers have to say and they aren't building up a community. You don't need a huge pool of people. So it would be time well spent right now to be building up a community. It will pay dividends in the future. And one of the ways you can do that, coming on to number seven on my list, is to try reaching out to a new audience. So how can you get in front of someone else's audience in order to talk about your brand and business and to engage with a new audience and bring them into your community? Is there something you can do to cross-promote with another business who sells to a similar type of customer, but you get in front of their audience in exchange for them getting in front of your audience as well? So could you run a competition with another brand doing that on Instagram or social media? Or could you run a competition with another brand and cross-promote to each other's audiences? Or is there something that you can do locally to get in front of a new local audience? So can you reach out to a local store that might be interested in stocking your products or do a local market or fair? So if your current audience is quite small and you don't have the size of audience you need in the place that you currently have it, where can you find a new audience? Where are those untapped people that are your ideal customers and how can you get your products in front of them? Because that could just be the simplest solution to your problems is actually finding more of your ideal customer elsewhere. And that's why it's really important to know and understand exactly who your ideal customer is, which is why, going back to the previous um, point, when I talked about building up a community, you're communicating with your ideal customer and you're listening to them and you know who they are. You'll get an idea for where else they're hanging out and therefore how else you can get in front of them. So think of ways you can try and reach a new audience. And then finally, maybe now is the time to just give yourself a break. Sometimes just stepping away from your business for a bit can really help to give you fresh ideas. Instead of worrying about selling, maybe spend a couple of days just working on other jobs that will help to move your business forward whilst you ride out a bumpy few months. So have you done a review of last year? Have you looked at which of your products are the most profitable for you and which have actually lost you money? So do you know the key performance indicators for your business? And how are they tracking? And are you tracking those figures? Because chances are, if you've been spending a lot of time product developing, designing new products, you may not be looking at your numbers. And maybe now is a good time to start looking at those numbers and reviewing your business and working out where the little gems are that you could really focus on. So what are those products that are making you the most money? It may not be the ones that you sold the most of. But if you don't know that, then it's very difficult to move forward. So maybe now is the time and a good time to do a review of what is working, what has worked in the past so that you can move forward. Or maybe now is the time to spend reviewing your branding. Maybe your branding needs a bit of a refresh. Maybe now is a good time to do that. Or just to totally declutter your space. What does the space you're working in look like right now? Now, if it's anything like mine, I could seriously do with a bit of declutter. So I might actually spend the rest of today having a bit of a declutter of my office. So it just makes me feel much better and more able to take on the world with the next challenge that tomorrow brings up. So is now a time to declutter. So a good old declutter always makes all of us feel much better, doesn't it? So 
maybe just distract yourself with a good old spring clean. Because after all, it is nearly spring. I mean, at the time of recording this, we're only three weeks away from the clocks going forward, which is super exciting. And it will be those longer evenings as well, which will make everyone feel a hell of a lot better. And then also in terms of giving yourself a break and stepping back from just worrying about selling, how about getting out there and visiting some of your factories? When was the last time you went to visit your manufacturer? Maybe they're feeling as bad as you are right now about things and they could do with that extra bit of support and that personal visit. So could now be the time to book in to go and see your local factory and have a chat with them, have a share a cup of tea and talk about your plans for the rest of the year together. So I hope this made you feel a little bit better if sales aren't going to plan right now. And don't forget if you do make in the UK, and don't forget if you do make in the UK, get involved in Made in UK Day. That's one way that all of the businesses that make in the UK can help to cross promote each other because that's one of the joys of Made in UK Day, which we saw last year, was how small businesses that make in the UK were all supporting, promoting and shouting about each other. And it's a great opportunity to find new like-minded businesses that make here in the UK. So follow the hashtag Made in UK Day on all of social media on the 9th of March and make sure you get involved by downloading that Made in UK Day championing pack from madeinukday.co.uk. And look out as well for the Make It British Instagram because we're going to be going live throughout the day on the 9th of March. So make sure you're following us. Put your notifications on for Make It British so that you get notified when we go live on the 9th of March. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Friday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. Many of the interviews that you hear on series four of this podcast are also available to watch on our YouTube channel. You can find it by going to youtube.com forward slash Make It British LTD. That's Make It British with the letters LTD. Bye bye.